Come in today and let our juicy grilled Chipotle chicken sandwich with hearty Caribbean harvest soup warm you inside and out. Oh, oh, oh. oh police. Gorbachev. <clears throat> Welcome, everybody, to another successful episode of the Casteja podcast. How do I know it's a success before it's even started? Because I have a great guest, and here he is. Everybody, this is David Del Rosario. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, Dave. Hello, Dan. I like you. Thank you very much. Thank you're, you. You're fun. Thanks, man. I think you're you're fun too, and uh, and that's let's have some fun. But you know what? We're gonna do some hard hitting interview today. I'm not gonna All right. let my like of you get in the way of true comedic journalism. I uh, I knew the interview was gonna be intense because you opened up uh, the podcast from what you say Gorbachev. Mm. I was just clearing my throat. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. I know how serious it's gonna be. All right. Once you clear your throat. Once you say Gorbachev, uh-huh. it's all... Set the tone. Yeah, all, all hands on deck. <laughs> I see. I'm just going to shine this very bright light in your face. I hope you don't mind. Oh, man. Oh, oh man. That's... Okay. Now answer the question. Oh, damn it. Why do I feel like I'm one of those cop shows? True or false, David? Yeah. What's the best nickname anyone ever came up for you that only I call you? Uh, <laughs> you call me... It, you know what? Like, there's actually a notion, and I'm, I'm going to, like, build up to the nickname. Uh, mm-hmm. There's times where I know you'll be hosting a show, and I say to myself, if Dan is hosting the show, <laughs> I, I want to make sure that he says my full name. I hope he doesn't say my nickname. For some reason, I kind of hope he says my nickname, but I know he's just going to, like, say, ladies and gentlemen, good friend of mine, great comic. Deedle Rose. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, oh. So. But I don't do that. No, you don't. You don't. I should. You don't. I, I always say that afterwards. Uh, no. It's all good. It's all good. But you have a way of, of flipping flipping the intro. But it's good. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a good int. <laughs> you know, yeah, we've been introing you a minute. Yeah, man. Um, how, how long have we been doing comedy down here in the scene of Miami? Well, you, you have been doing it longer because I... Uh, I mean, you have. I think you have your feet firmly planted, but I've been doing it um, like stand up. And you don't. Oh, come on. No, but I think I think we both, to a certain extent, have have been able to uh, to do this. But I think you have it longer, not only with Casa and the reputation you built with Sweat Records and the New Times and and all that stuff. But <sighs> I've been I've four, maybe like th- like honestly like four, and I'm saying four. 365 days worth of four oh, in you, South you, Florida. You condensed yeah. it. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Well, the thing is, the thing is, is I didn't start doing stand-up. I started doing improv. You're an which improv you know. guy. Yes. So, See, that's always, uh, there's a strange divide in a lot of scenes between improv and stand-up. Yeah. And you're one of the rare soldiers, the rare, you're like Blade. You're, you yeah, walk man. both. And, uh, and during the day, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm doing... I'm doing improv, and during the night, I'm doing uh, stand-up. So you, and yet, you find yourself accepted by both circles, not rejected as a, there as was, a half-breed? There was only one time that that ever came up, and it was when I f- went to New York for the second time, 
and I went to a UCB after party for the Del Close Marathon. They do 72 hours of improv. Mm. And it was such a fun weekend and stuff like that. And then the improvisers that I was hanging out with, that I performed with, they were like, they were like, dude, um, why why don't you just do improv, man, and not do stand-up? I was like, dude, look at Donald Glover, bro. The guy does mm. Derek Comedy in New York. He does stand-up. The guy raps. You know, like, there's, right. you know, you're able to do it. Matt do, Besser's do another guy. Yeah, there's there's people that uh, that do it. I will say one thing, though. Uh, he... He made a he made a good point because it's such a duality with stand up and improv. Mm-hmm. Like with, and I've noticed this especially while I'm doing it a lot. You have to shift gears because stand up is like a completely different engine, mm-hmm. you know, that you're working with in comparison to to stand up. Improv and stand up are two different. Yeah, you know, right. Uh, they seem like they're both cars, but there's a whole lot different. It's going two on different there. muscles, bro, of yeah, the comedic yeah. ma- of the comedic mind that you're working there, bro. So it's like putting stuff but together. But that's cool. Do you think that um, that helps both doing one helps the other? I think abs- – well, yeah. They kind of go hand in hand. They feed each other? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, like you can come up with an in-the-moment experience that you have in stand-up with, you know, kind of like um, new material. I mean, I think that's how a lot of stand-ups come up mm-hmm. with new material is stuff that has happened right. in a particular show. Or improv moments on or stage Or an improv moment on stage that you sure. come up with. That, you know, it can, you know, so, yeah, I think they definitely go hand in hand. Improv, uh, the contri- the contribution that improv does to stand-up is I think that you see the writing with uh, the performer. Mm-hmm. And I think that you also uh, achieve a certain st- uh, sense of stage presence also. Uh, and that's from what Being the stand-up right. contributes to the improv. Yeah. Sure, and I can definitely. Should, should all improvs do stand-up and all stand-ups try improv? I think... I. I and I, dude. Before I got here, before I went to Dogma, got my chili dog, and I came here. Mm-hmm. I actually I was on the phone with a fellow improviser who sucking has, on chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Um, but no, I I was talking to him on the phone. He was like, you know, bro, I was thinking about writing like ten jokes and just going up on stage. And I was like, bro, do it, do it, man. Yeah. I think you have enough chops. Like not only that, he's he's older than uh, than me, and I was like, yeah, bro, you have more experience. You have. You know, more to talk about, right. you know? Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, bro. I've seen a lot of people, like, that you wouldn't expect to go mm-hmm. up on a stage you know, just I on a whim. You, I asked you about improv back in the day. Yeah. I was like, hey, bring me out to your show. Yeah. And if you had, I might be a disgusting improv guy like you. Yeah, bro. Look, I think definitely you should... <laughs> no, no, I think that's something that, that you should get, your, get, get a hold of, bro, is be able to... Because you always hear there's just not a lot of good places to do it. Well... You, when you look at scene, it, it is smaller than the stand-up and yeah. the stand-up scenes. Ain't, small ain't, 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 ain't big, ain't yeah. big. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think that just like any good thing that you find in Miami, it takes time for you to, or you need to do your research to mm-hmm. look for people like just the funny people right. like Impromity, mm-hmm. uh, people uh, like they improv. Uh, you know, like right. um, there's another one. Uh, Six Puppies is up north. Sure, you know these right. are these are all. I just named four, four big ones. There's another one, negative four months, but they perform at just the funny. Like I'm just like naming groups that I can think of, right? That put on Off shows every that are nice, yeah. that are good. Uh, just the funny is one of them that you can check out a good improv show at, and that's like every I have Friday performed and that Saturday. Theater. That's a very cool theater. They do stand it's up there so, once in a while. Dude, it's everyone there so is really intimate. Cool. Yeah. It's so intimate. All those comedy time tapings were held there by the Have Nots. That's true. That was that was good. I missed out on that. I missed out on that with the scheduling thing. That's oh, when you were out of town. 
I was out of town, and I, I, I didn't have my calendar in front of me, and then Dominic calls me, and he's just like, hey, we have this comedy time taping. I was like, dude, I got you. Yes. And then I think that's the moment oh, when you think. Bail. I had to bail. I had to bail, and I bailed, uh, I think it was in Baltimore. I called Dominic, and I oh, looked at Baltimore? I, I was in Baltimore, uh, uh, and I called Dominic, and I look at the flyer he posted on Facebook, and I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> There's no way that I got this day right, and he didn't. Like that. <laughs> like that. Like that. You're going to call him and be like, yeah. hey, you forgot the day hey, of your show when you, you made for- your flyer? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Like that's the thought that I like. I that thought went through your head, though. No, because like, like here's the thing. We ask. A You're lot a confident of, man. I'm a very confident man in saying that when that happened, I realized, and I think that you don't have to go through that necessarily when you start off doing comedy, but later on, eventually, when you get more shows, mm. it's good to have a person that is maybe like I keep a calendar with me at all times. I have one right here, right now. Like, in case we were like just to say something and boom, yeah. I'd write down the calendar. Like, I can't do the phone thing. Because I feel like there's some disconnect that I have with my phone. It's like hmm. it's a tool that I don't use it to remind me of this certain thing. I need like something to really be embedded. Right. Physical. Physical you need to concrete. Physical structure. Exactly. Exactly. You there's need white pages to turn. Ink. This the phone thing is so intangible. Almost like it's felt like um, that. Yeah, I needed to write some stuff down. So when Dominic called me, I was just like, oh shit. I didn't want to have that all shit moment afterwards, and I wanted to be able. Oh, you were to, like never again. That, exactly, dude. And I was. I was, was just that like, your nine eleven? That was. Uh, you know what, bro? As a comedian, uh, yeah. Let's let's call that the uh, the Civil War. Oh, yeah. More way more died there. Yeah. Boom. That's it. No, but it it yeah, was the Civil a moment War, no, of your struggle between it, technology and competency, understanding your calendar. I mean, we all have to figure out how these things work. I think everyone got so excited when the phones came out, and they were like, oh, I can write everything down digitally. Exactly. And half half people, I think, don't like it, or it doesn't work for them, or you forget it, or it's just, yeah. My grandfather, 90 years old, uh-huh. he he does fumigations for house. The guy still works at 90 years old. Whoa, he's been spraying poison for 90 years? Dude, the guy is an well, animal. Not since he was zero, but yeah. Maurizio from yeah. Kill Your Idol actually yeah. treats uh, him as a doctor. What? Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Kill Your Idol and Alex Maurizio Friday yeah. night. And exterminators. Exterminators everywhere. Uh, pest control. No. But he keeps all of his clients on little index cards. Have little they, index cards, yeah. dude. Like no database on a computer. <laughs> right. No laptop. Alphabetical. Dude, out, dude by phone number. In a Rolodex, bro. No, but that's the thing. He has it all yeah. on a desk. That's awesome. It's all on this desk, man. It works for him. Yeah, and his office is awesome, bro. Like his, well, but that, for some reason, that stuck with me. Maybe that's why I still do that. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I still write everything down. Can I down. see your book? Yeah, bro. I got it in my, uh, in my backpack. Oh, okay. I don't need that. I just wanted to see if you actually had it. Oh, oh no. It's, uh, it's in my car. I mean, if it was close, I would look at it. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring it. It's not important. No. Okay. But yeah, dude, I think that you have been don't don't talk about me. Okay, fine, fine. You don't know. <laughs> you know. You don't know. You don't know anything about me. That, sounded, uh, that was going down to to Compliment City. We don't need to do that. Yeah, no, 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 no. We're here in David Del Rosario town. Okay. Um, David. Daniel. W- 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 people always call me David when they don't remember my name. 
Same here. First thing they call me? For you? Yeah. Same for me. Same backwards. Same backwards. Vice was, it, was it Daniel? No, David. I'm sorry. I get, Yeah, exact opposite for me. That happens all the time. So strange. Something about those names. Very similar. Is there kinship among Daniels and Davids? I think so. Um, I, Biblical. Uh, well, I, I remember uh, twin brothers that I used to go to elementary school with called Daniel and David. Oh. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> Mystery what? solved. Next. David, we... I've uh, been performing. It's good. You're you're headed uh, to New York. Yes, soon. Another comic I'm catching uh, before they leave. I'm getting you in my my little encyclopedia, <laughs> day comedia, and uh, it's been good. At least you've been you've been coming out. I saw you at Elwood's the other night. Yeah, you man. Performed Elwood's Gastro Pub. Yes. First and third Tuesday downtown at yep. Elwood's. Yep. Downtown Miami. Love the that show, show. The show I inherited from. Forrest Shaw. All right. With Mr. John Wayne. Okay. Yeah. And you were just at, you closed the show the other night. I did. You did like over a half hour and it was awesome. Yeah, man. It was, it was so, uh, I hadn't gone up, uh, in a bit. I was just like doing some, uh, some other things. Like there's, comedically, there's always something I get caught up with, but I hadn't been up on stage in about a week. Uh, but I was caught up in getting ready to go to New York, taking care of some stuff. And I bet there's a lot to take care of, no? Of course, man. Yeah, of course. Um, but then, no, man, I went to Elwood's, bro. I had a blast. Uh, that was such a such a good feel that I had for the room that night. I was comfy, and it was good, man. It was good. Yeah, it was a mixed crowd. Elwood's shows are, you never know what you're going to get. And, uh, oh, definitely. There were some ups and downs. There's almost like sev- several shows in one uh, <laughs> throughout real. the whole night. For real. But uh, yeah. it's so great. I mean, you learn so much, and you end up just talking with the comedians and the audience members. Mm-hmm. And I think it's every, a good workout room, dude. It's such a good workout room um, to not only work on new stuff, but you know the the, the liveliness of the crowds. Because there's so many distractions. You go to any place, like mm-hmm. a bar or some place, like like a pub or something. There's distractions when there's a yeah, comedy the show game, going on. Yeah, the heat on. game was on during Dude, the first Dude, the heat game the was on. The heat game crushed us, and so did... It was Dude. raining like a typhoon. But we still so, had a crowd there. And we still did. You right? know, and yeah, when they were I, probably there. I got there, there yeah. a half hour before the show, there were three people there, and I was like, oh, great. Yeah. I cannot wait. Like, there, there's a beauty of, of what goes on there because there of the fact... There were 30 people by the show. Yeah. You know, that, that place, Elwood's, is the fact that... You could watch a comedy show, and then you just check on the Heat game. You just look over to literally the right, yeah, and there's the Heat game. Like I don't, I think that the people you, that go to the comedy shows uh-huh. they know the procedure of like, oh, when there's a comic on, you just watch him, and then whenever there's a comic off, you just check out the screen, and there's a game. Right. So, when, I, when I'm back on stage, yeah, and hosting so, them, of course, everybody looks the at the heat. heat game when you get up on stage after the comic then. Yeah, see, that's why. No, but you open no. up strong, man. I try. I try to get people to. You open start. up strong. I always consider turning off TVs in in a show in mm-hmm. a bar show, and sometimes they don't let you, and sometimes they let you, and sometimes they turn off one or two. Yeah, I forget about Elwood stuff. I don't know because you you don't don't think there's an unconscious distraction thing where people just naturally tend to look towards these screens. And then they disengage from the show, and they could miss the nuance of one of your facial expressions. That is true, and man. And then all of a sudden, they're not with you on the journey anymore. They're yeah. looking back. They're catching up. They're in yeah. between two places at once, not existing in either. Yeah. Yeah, There's. I think there's more of an importance. Uh, That's an inter- the other side. It's, it's interpersonally engaging with an audience to a point where it's like, this is more 
This is like physical. This is happening. It's a you know, live like, person. N- not now. There's a basketball game also happening. Sure. You know what I mean. But the person that is with you there, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a disconnect. And same thing with the phone. Like that's why I yeah. write things Tons down. Tons of people on the phone. Tons of people on the phone. Um, but Elwood's is good. I think we had a lot of good shows. Uh, Elwood's is always great. You know, with, uh, mm-hmm. we we have. I'm, I'm actually glad that I'm on the podcast because, like, I was like, "Yo, dude, we've been doing a lot of shows together. Like, we did the Comedy Central thing. We did." Right, Jay Z bringing it in. Keep it going for Alex Maurizio and the other comedians you see here tonight. Keep it going. Keep it going. Also, keep it going for keeping it going because you don't want to stop. Why would you? Also, keep it going for this hand gesture right here because I don't know what it's all about. Thank you. Clap in the back. Oh, I will. Uh, all right, so let me set you guys up for this one. Uh, this is Antonio Banderas and Shakira at a Burger King drive through in North Miami, Florida. How about the Burger King, I'll take you on? Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't Sir, are you mumbling? Oh, yeah, I don't know. The seashells, the seashells. Third, it's lunch hour. You got like three cars behind your ass. May I help you? What are the specials that you have today? Well, we got two waffles for three dollars and thirty-three cents. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> Shakira, what do you want? I want a smaller fries with a cheese and the bagels and the onions with a lettuce and the pepper. I'm single. I know, right? <laughs> Because ladies, ladies, and, and I love the ladies, all right? But damn it, you are so mysterious. Like, ladies, you're like Sherlock Holmes mysterious. Like lesbians, double the mystery. What I'm getting at is the fact that you'll be mysterious up until the point where we're about to do the baby making, right? Right? You'll do this to us. Ladies, can guys hear me out on this one? You'll be like this. Excuse me while I go to the bathroom to freshen up. Close the door behind you. What are you doing in the bathroom, ladies? Are you gonna bedazzle your bejazzle? Because us guys on the other side, we're mentally done. Right? We're giving that whole motivational speech downstairs to our troops. We're like Russell Crowe in Gladiator. 
Our dick is at the edge of a mountain at that point, giving the speech to the soldiers. My fellow testiculites. <laughs> Today we set forth upon the vaginal regions. <laughs> For it is a wide and hairy terrain. <laughs> and we face a gigantic army of clitorians. <laughs> We must be careful, gentlemen, to vary our attack. Infiltrate, retreat, infiltrate, retreat, in, out, in. Be careful not to send out the semen too quickly upon the waterfront. For we, gentlemen, shall reach the hilltops of Orgasma! Comedy Central up next. Oh, yeah. Talent search down yeah, here. Man. We were we back to back performed. Yes, you did. And um, inside scoop is you were narrowly edged out by Dan Dakotas, but it was a very close uh, point. Yeah. Thingy. Point thingy. Yeah. Well, you Dan's know, for, an incredible for comic man. Or, yeah, he nailed it. And his, the, the short jokes the format works perfectly for a showcase. Definitely. Like that. There was a lot of strong strong peoples there. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that I think that whole up next, like the whole roster of the up next, everyone was great. Everybody's great. There was not yeah, those, one comic. Those that were refreshing than the normal. Yeah. Yeah. Contests can be a drag sometimes. I think it because the thing is that for the up next, they chose the strongest comics of South Florida. They picked them, they put them there, mm-hmm. and they showcased them. Everybody that was up there. I think yeah, it's about the showcase, not dude, about the come contest. Come on, I mean, it's, it's Comedy Central, bro. Comedy Central's not gonna beat around the bush with who they select to put on a showcase in the middle of West Palm Beach. Right. You know, and that's another thing. Dan's performed way more at that club, so his comfort level compared to my comfort level, regardless of joke execution, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. He's 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 swimming in his in his fish tank. Oh. I just I just drop by. Court. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, how's the water in here? How? Oh, a little chilly. I didn't ooh, expect ooh, that. I can I can I can swim. I can adjust. I can swim, but I'm still gonna be thinking about the chilliness in the back oh. of my head, and it's not fair. <laughs> that sounds like your fish, Dan- Daniel. Yeah, I'm eating not fair. The <laughs> car would have been funnier. Do, have you performed? Was that you said you performed there once or twice? Three Not times? been there a handful. I don't know, maybe four times. Four times. Yeah, it's I hosted a, a couple college shows and then like two contests. It's a great. Sh- it's a great room, dude. It's like it's so it's spread. expansive and there's it's many, expensive, many expansive. People died to make that place. This <laughs> like the Great Wall of China. They're built into yeah. the mortar of the walls. There's there's um, behind the uh, the portraits that they have. Mm-hmm. They have the heads. Oh. Of people that have died. That's no, I'm just kidding. Seems like a lot of effort. No, that's false. That's not true. Unless you have eyes moving, why would you put anything behind a portrait besides a safe or a spot for eyes? But you, you know that you can't put eyes behind those because those pictures' eyes are so small in comparison to the actual eyes. Find a good picture that matches. All right, like a headshot. That's what's probably going to need to happen, <laughs> or a portrait. Yeah. All right, that's probably going to need to happen. You never see Scooby Doo. But we look. Plain and simple. Yeah, we can't put heads behind these pictures. No frames heads behind at the pictures. West Palm Beach Improv. Uh, we can't do that. We the, can't do that at all. 
But what if we could? Okay, if we could, we'd have to talk to some sort of... And we'd have to do it on our own. No one else could know but you but and we I. But we gotta talk to corporate. We gotta talk to they corporate. They can't about know about it. This right? all has to be done without them even, under, like, suspecting. Formaldehyde is for the smell, right? It's for the preservation. Preservation. But it has a strong smell, so we'll probably have to deal with that. Probably have to seal it. For a while? We'll have to seal the heads in something so it doesn't smell like, like formaldehyde. Uh, but it'll probably smell, you know, like the ultimate turbo mojito. So people will just be like, oh, that's, that's oh, you just, good. You're going to have that in a spray? You're going to have that in a spray? <laughs> So what do you do? I spray the dead heads behind the improv portraits with the with, with uh, super mojito mix. <laughs> that's that's just great. That see that right there yeah. that we just created at the West Palm Beach Improv uh-huh. with heads behind the portraits. <laughs> yes. But we can't have the eyes because the picture is too small. So we're gonna use headshots, and then we have a guy. Uh-huh. We won't let anybody know, but corporate. Yeah, you know, all like that's happened. All this there's a guy that sprays super mojito mix of you know formaldehyde that just like you know preserves the heads, like all that. What does it mean? It means that we were creating, man. I think that that was something that uh, that we do on stage i mean like we just made that up right now but like this it was is, interesting that, that's a, that's the boardroom for us that is the boardroom for us that's like ceos making decisions with graphs with big arrows on them yeah that, but that's what we get paid the big bucks to do that is true man that is true i like in the future i just um i'm spending a whole lot of my future money now because i'll have so much then that i won't really need it because i don't need that much that's what i think all of America says every day. <laughs> no, but I'm different though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Read the benefit. We did you the benefit. We did for, the benefit for the AIDS virus. Yes, man. Yes. Not for it, but yeah, against yeah, yeah. it. Against. Uh, wait, like an eight. Yeah, that's true. Um, AIDS did up. AIDS did all and, over the uh, place. I learned that AIDS can go back to HIV. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's. Uh, it I go, didn't. It can go up and down. It. That's well. I didn't know that either. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, uh, that actually is news to me. Yeah, I was very surprised, but there was one of the guys who spoke, the one of the fundraisers. He, he, I forget how many they were. Like he had three T cells, <laughs> and now he's got a whole bunch. And he's like, you know, he has. I have. He's I like Mister T cell now. He's like, oh, nah. <laughs> I pity the fool. That's true. Had, yeah. That's a good. That's actually a good Mister T. If you could work that in to one bit. Yeah, we have to work it in such a way where eventually I pity the fool that don't support. You get to the T cells via a Mr. T cell. Charitable contributions and philanthropy. That's it. But that was a good show. But it was funny because when 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 you when I called you, you were, we finally had come to the arrangement of doing the show, and then you were like, "Oh, what are you what are you doing tomorrow?" I was like, "I have this thing at 11. I was like, "Oh, so do I." Mm. Right, and uh, is it perhaps the same thing? Yes, we're do- going in to do voiceover casting. For real. To be in a commercial for, yeah. we can't say the name of the company. We can't say it, right? But it does sound like Moyo Swapical. Yeah. It, no, of course we can say it's Poyo Tropical. Yeah, it's po- yeah, it was Poyo Tropical. Come on, man. Um, and uh one no because there's gonna you're gonna get a knock at the door you know and then it's gonna be a hispanic guy saying are you guys daniel reskin and david del rosario oh uh, yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, i am the owner of Puerto tropical you are now under arrest wait no, and in the middle of the podcast that would, that would have been great and then you somehow get out of jail and edit it <laughs> and hopefully your phone recorded it all 
Oh my god. Oh, oh, Daniel, uh, who is it? Actually, yeah, I, heard, <laughs> I heard that the the owner is actually Jewish, so I may be able to. Hey, man, look, do something for us. There. No, but I, I, it was no, it was fun. We went in for a voiceover. We read a couple lines. Blows um, my mind how fast. I should bring up goes. the file. We should bring. We should reread the lines. You want to read the? Yeah, let's read the lines. Let's read the lines from uh, from the writing. It's great writing, though. The the tangy. Anytime that you hear the word tangy. <laughs> the guava barbecue stuff. They're like, it's guava, but pronounced gua- guava. It's sweet and tangy. Guava? Or guava. 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 He, wait, is that, gotta is that so- how he told you? You got to soften the... No, we had that discussion outside, yeah. and Because she, she was like, make sure you pronounce Pollo Tropical. Not Pollo Tropical, but Pollo Tropical. Or, yeah. you know, give it some... Okay. All right. Yeah, you sounded Give it so. Some Latino. Oh my God! <laughs> Wait, say it again. Say it again. Uh, which one? You uh, pollo tropical. Pollo tropical. Oh wow! You, you're trying, but you're getting it. Pollo you're getting tropical. It. That's good. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm trying. Still tropical. trying though. Yeah. Still need... Dude, you got it though. All right. So yeah. yeah, let's go. Let's do it in different kinds of. Uh... <laughs> well, I, like, I like the the signs there because they said uh, we're not going for Mexican here. If you do have a if you do have a Latino <laughs> accent. <laughs> Make sure it's Caribbean. If you have a Mexican accent, uh, don't do it. Car- uh. Caribbean only, i.e. Puerto Rico and Cuba. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, um, at Pollo Tropical, we believe sunshine makes the perfect side dish. Oh, you did the perfect. Oh! That was a good mix of the, and then you went back into it. Dude. It was almost too Spanish. Dude, but... Oh my gosh, man. Pollo Tropical. We believe sunshine makes the perfect side dish. Orale, cabrón. That's kind of how I get can it. You tone, can you tone down the Hispanic uh-huh. on, on the... Uh, and turn turn that Mexican up. <laughs> okay. Turn that Mexican way more up. I want to just jack that way up as Dude, far as it goes. You, oh, wow. That was so good. <laughs> You said you wanted me to do it as Antonio Banderas earlier. I, right, because I was... My question was... Okay, I if mean, I, I did it... I came out of there and I was like, of course you did it as Antonio, Antonio Banderas, Banderas, right? Life's better under the palm. <laughs> no, I want the, Give me the main line. Uh, the main line. Like, we're doing the Chipotle. Uh, we, <laughs> we switched it up here. I need a different script <laughs> for this particular... Okay. Coming today and let our juicy grilled Chipotle chicken sandwich with hearty... Caribbean harvest soup warm you inside and out. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. police, come take this man to be your new lieutenant. That's it. Mm. That was that made me that man, that juiced my goose a little bit. I I hit you up right after I got out. I hit you up right after I got out, and you you were like, dude, uh, what are you gonna do now? I was like, no, I'm just eating right now. I was like, yeah, I'm probably gonna do the same. He was like, and then you'd say. Why don't you get some Pollo Tropical Chipotle chicken sandwich? I was like, damn, dude, if there was a Pollo Tropical on the way, I'll tro- I'll totally pass by. <laughs> we were saying we should all go get it, and uh, Nary Sands was there, and he was like, I was just going to bring it here and just walk in eating it. <laughs> Be that guy, you know? That's, that's being that guy. If you do that, you're being that guy. Uh-huh. And you're hoping they hire that guy, that they want to hire that guy. The well, guys. He had, he had a good voiceover session and brought in actual boiler because... I liked it. I figured you would get the best sound. Like, when you're talking about the guava barbecue chicken chop-a-chop, yeah. the only way you could sound better is if you had actual yeah. 
guava barbecue chicken chop and chop in your mouth. Yeah. The residue will make the sound. The, the waves will bounce God. off. We believe you should eat like you're on vacation every day. And this was the surfery one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Take a break from your routine and get a taste of our new sweet and tangy guava barbecue chicken choppy yeah. chop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, take a break from your... <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're, we're going for autistic surf. Let's go, let's go. Take a break from your routine get a taste of our new sweet and tangy guava barbecue <laughs> chicken choppy chop. <laughs> Life's better under the paw. <laughs> hire us. Hire us, please. You need to hire us. Like, just back tag team. Or at least coupons for, you could, whatever, for like $5 yeah. off. Whatever you were going to pay one person, just cut it in half and pay us each the half. Yeah, I'm fine with that. At Port Tropical, <laughs> we, believe, we believe you should eat like you're on vacation every day. <laughs> okay, now we're getting to Bobcat Goldway <laughs> territory. No, because Bobcat would be like, At Port Tropical, we believe. Yeah, he's gone. Oh, man. Actually, now he'd be pretty normal because... Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not doing that. He anymore. is a human person now. He's a human. He is a, not a bobcat any longer. What was I always wondered? Like when I saw Police Academy, I was like, "Dude, is this guy like um, this in uh, real life?" That's a, yeah. I mean, you, you like, have to wonder that, but then, you, I guess when you grow up, you're like, "Of course not." Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, the guy was a funny dude. The guy, the guy, Bobcat. I haven't seen any of his new stand-up. He, you should. It's good stuff. It's interesting to see, I mean, just in this world we live in that you can always reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. You can always come back. You can be something and then be something else. Yeah. And, you know, and it's endearing and yeah. compelling sometimes. That's true. That's true. I think that uh, he was one of those guys that back then had a, I mean, the guy did, um, just for laughs. He was like the Miley Cyrus no, of comedy. Not, not just for laughs. Comic relief. He, he did comic relief with uh, with, yeah, the, the with those guys. And that's when you know he was big. He was as a performer. But I hadn't seen him do stand-up. It was more like bizarre, mm-hmm. like, you know, like acts or stunts. You know what I mean? Sure. He was they, almost like the Eric Andre. Uh, have you been seeing any of him on TV shows? I have. I have been seeing him <laughs> on uh, on uh, a lot of things. Eric Andre is awesome, Hilarious. Bro. Unpredictable. Awesome. That's awesome. what they like. That's what they like. And he get it naked all the time. That's true. That's true. Yeah, bro. It's crazy. It's true. It's true. It is crazy, bro. I'm from Cuba. Hey, hey. And try the new honey chipotle. Let's have barbecue. some tacos. My favorite Cuban cuisine. Is Ramon Garcia Mexican? You know, I'm, I'm not going to go on record because I'm not sure. I would... I would if someone Ramon, had if you're listening yeah. to this, call me. <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, if someone had a pinata to my head, I would say yes. But no, but like that's the truth. If, look, if Ramon, if you're listening to this podcast text right now, Ramon. okay. Call but what does it matter though? Me. Where were you going with that? Let's I just wanted to double yes check because no. I no, it's just asking. Just want to keep oh, a tab you, on yeah. your Mexicans, huh? Yeah, yeah. Keeping tabs on all 37 of my Mexicans with one midget. Mexi Yeah. Well, no, there's 37. Yeah. That I'm accountable for, uh-huh. and then uh, a little person, and then a little person who's Mexican or no? No, non-Mexican. Does their race matter? No. But what is their race? Midget. <laughs> That's not how it works. Little uh, person, dwarf. 
Well, but yes, but you—that's a condition you have. But he also is it a no white dwarf? They just have to be. Is it a, a Caribbean dwarf? Is it a dwarf from China? Is it a dwarf from Mongolia? I'd rather not know. You don't even know. Let's do, let's go with what you said. Let's go with what you said, which was Caribbean. You're Mongolia. not doing a great job looking after this dwarf if you've never seen it. I've seen it. I know what it looks like. <laughs> if you were, to, if I were to put it in a crowd of people, I would totally be able to put it. <laughs> <laughs> what if I had a dwarf lineup? And I had like still, five similar looking doors. Because I have, it's, well, here's the thing. With that, I choose to not give it a breakdown because I have more of a spiritual connection to this small person. <laughs> okay. As opposed to the 37 Mexicans. Not that, not that I would want Ramon to be a part of that group. It's a completely different, I just wanted to ask him. That's why he, he might just, be part of the little person group of spiritual connections. No, Ramon, come on. <laughs> no? No, you can't. No. Why can't you spiritually connect with Ramon? I could. No, I could spiritually collect, connect with then Ramon. Then do it. All right. Let's prove it. Watch him call me at, when he's listening do to this. right it. now. He's going to do it. That's it. There you go. Call me, Ramon. That's the sign to give me a call. Ring. All right. That's not my phone. So anyway. That's <laughs> uh, a D phone. No, but um, I, I'm going to, dude, I'm going to miss, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm you're going to New miss York, this, man. Bro. I'm going to miss York. this, man. I'm going to miss this view. It's not just the view that you have here in studio. But uh, the bro, like I was at a gas station. No, I was coming out of a store like the other day, and I was just like, and there was some music blaring and the sky and everything just tied together. I was like, dude, I'm not gonna get this hmm. over there. But yeah, man, there's gonna be. That's nice just to appreciate. You know, it's not better or worse. It's just appreciate it. Yeah. While you're there. Yeah, man. Like that's that's the the amazing thing that. That city is gonna have is just that hustle and, and you hustle, will be, man. You will be walking out of places with loud music blaring quite good, a bit. Good. So that'll happen. Gas good. stations and yeah, man. Like that's how it is in Miami, bro. So, it's but like, it'll, it'll be a different flavor. It is a different flavor. It's more like you're going from from the diner that has amazing food to the five star restaurant that you're gonna pay big money for and walk out just going to sleep afterwards mm. it was just a really good evening you know what i mean like that's the comparison of miami to new york all right you know like miami's that diner where it's like you got the usuals you got the people that take care the of you old greasy spoon yeah the old greasy spoon bro and then you got new york which is more it's it, it, yeah it's it's a concrete jungle and it has its it has its things but there's some refined concentrated humanism in 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 that city, mm, you know awesome. what I mean? Right. It's I mean the heartbeat of the city is yeah. the reason that everyone's still flocking to it. It's a it has a it's a city with a pulse. Decades of being a place where people go. It's all it's still not. I'm I just so many people go that it makes me not want to. Yeah. But there's still a reason to go. Absolutely. So. Yeah. It's it's it has a pulse. It's it has this uh, this resonating kind of just constant motion mm. of just energy and humans. Are you excited and, for that? To jump in that and start dancing? Yeah, man. I think I think I, I am ready, man. Subways? Subways, man. It's just like there's it's a whole different lifestyle. Yeah. But it's something that I know it's gonna be good to change is good, man. I think change is good. I'll, I'll amen that. But I think that every comic, uh, I, I don't think I elaborated on this, because some people go straight to L.A. because it's more their style. It's like, listen, dude, you got to first know your style. Mm -hmm. 
up and down, left and right, in and out with any audience before you really go and to start to begin to discover your style in a place where you're really going to have your metal tested, where your writing is going to get strengthened. Your, the quality of your performance is going to go up exponentially, more so in New York than L.A., because in L.A. you have people that theatrically can entertain and amuse an audience. And then when LA, when you go to L.A., like Myers did, I keep using Eric Myers as a point of reference because he's a guy that went to L.A. after doing his time. I mean, the guy put in time down here. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like he did, he, like what, 10, 11 years the guy's been doing it? I think. But like he's, he put in the work. I mean, him and Dakotas were two guys that were living together at one point. And these yeah. are two great comics. I was just talking, mm-hmm. we were talking about Dan at the Comedy Central thing earlier. And, you know, for these two guys to come together and put in a work ethic based on something that they're going to be doing every day and something like that. And then for you to go have such an explosion happen and then to take that and put it in a place where it's like a ticking time bomb. And once it explodes, the number of casualties... You know what I mean? You've developed this bomb. Right. You know what I mean? And then it's finally like, boom. That's what Myers did. Is Myers showed up and he just he just killed. And then people were like, dude, who, where'd this kid come from? Uh-huh. Just that effect. Being so ready. That Exactly. That effect is something that you can achieve with what Myers did. With what I'm, what I would like to do is like what, what you're Myers about is, to do. Son. Son. No. People who have just interviewed on the podcast, uh, Patrick Schroeder, just yeah. left in New York, Oni Perez, and Nandu. Yeah. All, I mean, now they've... Oni's been there the longest, and Nan's been there at least a while now. Yeah. Um, you gonna... I mean, there's a nice community of Miami guys and Absolutely. South Florida guys for you to just jump right in with now. I'm gonna get in touch with uh, with everybody that's out there that used to be with me out here in, in Miami, man. Like, people that... Like, Oni... Oni was a dude that, like, I saw him... When I started first doing stand-up again in Miami. Like, mm-hmm. that's where I said, you know, four years, like, 365 days. Like, I met Oni at one of the first shows. Um, it was out in... Uh, uh, it was in the Newport Hotel. Like, mm-hmm. Mario Mateo had oh, yeah, that, yeah, the that, Kitchen 305 the kitchen show. 305 yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. That's where I first met Oni. And he was the first guy that... He wouldn't... I talked to him maybe outside of Elwood's with John Vargas outside, like when they had just gotten back from New York. Right. And uh, we had like a short conversation, but he, he does his talking through his comedy only, which is one guy that I knew mm. that that he... Uh, that conversational style. It's like you don't even... It's like you can say what's up to him and then listen to his comedy and it's almost like you just had a conversation with him. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what I got out of uh, Oni when I first met him. But those are people that I definitely am going to be hooking up with while I'm out there in New York. Yeah, you think you'll get to like third base with Oni? Hopefully. Sweet. Just kidding. Just hook it up. Even though Oni is a very good looking gentleman. I mean, Oni, if you're listening to this, fuck you. But I, I know. <laughs> fuck you, sexy buddy. Fucking you, you, you're an adorable man. Literally, literally, fuck you. No, yeah. Well, that's Dan that said that, not me. But, but that's, still. I'm interpreting your words for you. Oh, you well, you... You don't know me. they have turned. No, but uh, but yeah, I think that there's. You definitely should spend some time in New York if you're gonna take comedy seriously. I got it. That's one of my next 
so after I got the State Farm commercial, I'm like, I get to visit another city now. So I'm going to come to New York. Go to New York. When you're, there's you're, a cool event happening or something, and you're, I'm going to go visit. That's your town, bro. And I want to go to Austin. I don't know. LA's been pulling ahead in the old opportunity list. That's fine. Go to LA, you know? That's it? I thought you were going to fight a little more for me. Shit. Fuck well, you. no. It's your choice, Dan. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, right now, I'm in Miami, so. Yeah. I'm a LeBron James that shit. I'm going to make them want me. All right, bro. Then, then you're like, good luck, stay here forever, you dumbass. No, 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 because like that's uh, that's one thing that you got to do in your hometown is, is is get your feet firmly planted. Mm. You're you're making a name for yourself in the community. Yes. And uh, and then you go, you know. And you're going, David. Daniel. Thanks, dude. This was awesome. I had a great time too, dude. This was fantastic. Thank you for coming on to the podcast. Eh, muchas gracias. De nada. Y Twitter. Yeah. David Funny Stuff. Yes. You can find me at David Funny Stuff. I got Vine. You could, uh, David Rosario. Look me up on Vine. Nice. Uh, Instagram, same thing, David Funny Stuff. He makes goofy faces with his hilarious mug. It's so funny. You should see his face contort. <laughs> It makes noises, too. It's true. So, follow him on that. Uh, good luck in New York. Break legs. Do your thing. Sow more seeds for me out there so that I can just have a nice treehouse to set up as soon as I get there. You got it, bud. Uh, it'll be a nice forest. Um, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you, Dan. For real, man. Yay. Final words. Gorbachev. <laughs> for real, though, I, I, I think that Wait, for fake though. Give me for fake though first. For fake? Yeah. Animals don't deserve to go to the Westinghouse and get an application to work there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Westinghouse? <laughs> they don't need.